Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan, uh, which is our opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. Good to have you with us again. Um, now, let's get straight into the session. Um, <clears throat> to try and summarize these markets, uh, they're probably the most confused and conflicting markets that we've seen for quite a while. Uh, please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen. And the reason for that is is pretty much that the the markets are, are going against the Fed in the US uh, as things currently stand. And that very rarely ends brilliantly for the markets. Um, however, they have uh, a very, very strong view that the Fed will uh, pivot their rate hiking cycle at some point over the course of 2023. Now, um, there's lots of other bits of information that, like yesterday, for example, employment costs, um, I'm going to show you the actual news event. So perhaps what I'll do is I'll just, um, I'll just uh, do a quick introduction if that's okay. Um, yeah, good morning, Axel. Hope you're keeping well. Good to have you with us. Um, all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade, of course. Trade selection, very important. Trade entries um, and where you exit, not just for a loss, but for a gain, for a, uh, a profitable exit. Um, how do you manage risk? Hopefully prior to entry, you go through that process. Um, trade management as well, important feature and trade psychology. So they're all, they're, they're in-depth um, topics in, them, in themselves. There's a lot of information on these areas in our education. Uh, offering in your members area uh, we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms um, that's the sort of practical application side of things and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach being disciplined with our uh, capital being accurate with the levels we use uh, and being patient as well um, it, it seems ever ever important okay so let's have a quick look at this news event and i want to just take you back to kind of where we were yesterday and, and how the markets were progressing. Um, and uh, if we just go back to, so we started to see this risk off um, market condition, you know, play its way through and it was performing particularly well. But then we saw this, um, this employment cost number at 130 and this started to create a bit of a pivot. Um, and the reason being is previously we had uh, employment costs up at 1.2. We're expecting 1.1. And it, this is a minor, it's a quarterly number, and it is a minor news event. But this small deviation of this number began to, um, I suppose, uh, put the, the markets into a, uh, a I suppose, a, a positive vibe. If employment costs go up, 
that's inflationary that has an inflationary impact and the fact that it came down 10 basis points a very very tiny amount but still has grown quarter on quarter by one percent um should be a, a downward pressure on these markets this is what i mean there's a lot of confusing upside down sort of um reactions to these particular news events so straight away where we'd be a little bit sort of concerned about that and and what we saw as a, as a net result is if I just give you a, a quick overview, um, is a, a V-shaped kind of correction yesterday. Oops. So um, we saw that V-shaped correction and a lot of these markets which were looking quite bearish, um, all of a sudden started to look uh, really quite uh, bullish. So, um, and some of these uh, pullbacks we've seen a few times over the last few weeks and they're extensive um so we've got um we've we've got to navigate uh, very sort of choppy trading conditions uh and unpredictable trading conditions as well uh we you know the markets haven't exactly uh moved in line with our expectations uh, and that can go back you know probably the last couple of weeks um, we would anticipate and this is always a period for us to sort of try and navigate through um, but you can see the sharp pullback that we saw yesterday um, and the nervousness you know hasn't gone away but the, the point we'd want to make um, just about these news events is um, the markets are reacting in in very strange ways just due to the fact that they don't believe the Fed to be um, they don't think that the fed have the uh have the wherewithal to to stick to what the fed are actually saying so we've got deviations between what the fed is saying and what the market thinks so it's fighting the fed as things currently stand and that seems to be the overriding uh, trend now the reason why today is so important for these markets is all of that could could change today um We've got consumer confidence figures uh, coming in lower than expected. So um, the, the consumer is not as confident uh, as was anticipated. And that's a bit of a concern that 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 causes a bit of a bit of a problem. Um, and again, if the market has a wobble, the market. If the markets have a, have a wobble, uh, those participants in those markets will think that the Fed will have to um, probably start pivoting and start reducing rates so it's quite convoluted it's not it's not straightforward it's not linear um for the last couple of months we've been talking about bad news is good news and good news is bad news ironically for these markets and uh and now we've got a little bit of a little bit of a mix of the two so sometimes good news is good news other times good news is bad news and it's really cherry picking uh, how the market's going to respond to each individual um, news event. And, and that's obviously really quite challenging. So that brings us into today's uh, news events. Uh, we've got some jobs numbers coming through. Also OPEC, not to be underestimated there as well. Uh, we've got an OPEC meeting. Uh, I just want to see if it lasts for two days. Um, We, we, we might get some uh, some market update from OPEC. 
I'm just looking at yesterday's news as well. So this event here will be important for the oil markets. We've had a sort of a choppy swing in oil as well, um, which we were again talking about yesterday during our, our trading session. The, the swing for, for that oil market to run into um, strong support around $76, $77. And uh, I don't know what where we're at now with, with oil, but we're up at $79. So is this swing in here into support? Now, we didn't really get, I suppose, um, a clean cut opportunity to kind of get into that either. So it's really just being selective from our perspective. And um, when the markets don't perform as per expectations, we're, we're, we're generally a little bit more patient um, and waiting for the markets to kind of play themselves out and, and start giving us some good opportunities. And, and uh, they're proving to be quite a challenge right now. So today is likely to be a bit of a significant pivot in that sort of cloudy market condition. Today is the day where we're going to get a little bit of clarity across the board. Um, ADP, unemployment numbers, um, we're expecting 176,000 jobs to be added. We've got the big non-farm payroll number on Friday, an important uh, event again on the, on the jobs front, um, really strong jobs market in the US. So the manufacturing PMI number, there's a bit of concern on manufacturing and services across the uh, the US um, and the job openings, how many jobs are available for every unemployed person in the US? Well, we've been up at that two, two jobs available for every one unemployed person for the last uh, number of months. Um, this is what the Fed, they'd like to see a bit of weakness creeping in in the job openings, the number of jobs that are available. And the big news event really of the day is the FOMC. Um, we're looking at a, a 25 basis point rate hike. I think the market is pretty much accepting that as, you know, if you can imagine, we, we had to, um, in fact, let me share the, the, the chart with you. So we had to go exponential there for four months in a row, 75 basis point rate hikes. Uh, in the December meeting, we saw a 50 basis point rate hike and this is the slowing down. This is the, the good news for markets that the fact that the Fed are slowing down. Um, and just want to share with you over the last um, 20 years is the reason why the, the markets are anticipating the Fed to, um, to, to pivot is because they, they pivot relatively quickly. Um, I suppose the longest uh, period was in the mid 2000s from, from June 06. Uh, right up to uh, June 07. Um, so just over a year up at these levels. And yeah, you can see we've had only four meetings uh, previously um, in May 2019, um, five meetings back in 2000 after the, um, the, dot com, the dot com bubble exploded. So they're anticipating that this to drift sideways for a period um, but over the course of the trading year, which is probably less than some of these uh, hikes that, that the Fed will have to start. And this is the this is this is what the Fed have done to themselves. Anytime there's any kind of major crisis, they can uh, turn the taps on uh, and then turn them off accordingly. And um, we're, we're likely if we start running into a recession, we'd probably see the Fed start correcting their position and, and starting to reduce rates. So the target is uh, 5.1. I think we're up at we had been up at 5.2 previously. Um, so anywhere around that sort of 5% mark is, is probably where the Fed 
want to sit for a period of time. So it's not so much what the Fed are going to do and what they're going to say. We think the Fed will raise 25 basis points and we think the Fed will actually project a hawkish um, uh, forward guidance. So it's not really about what they're going to say. It's all going to be about how the market reacts. And that's what might indicate whether the Fed come out really hawkish and the markets react really bullish. It means that the Fed are, sorry, the, the markets are really ignoring the Fed. And it's probably a credibility thing. And um, that would be a problem. So um, we really want to, to sit and wait, really, I think is our approach. Um, there may be opportunities today We've also got tomorrow, just to remind you, we've got the BOE. We've also got the ECB tomorrow, and then we finish with non-farm payroll. So so today is potentially the, the, the beginning of a series of very important news events, and they're all likely to, to be impactful uh, for these markets. So just want to take you through. So yesterday's um, uh, pivot, you know, really turned quite aggressive. And this is the thing for us when we trade financial markets is we like to, um, and if you remember last week as well, we had a similar pivot. We had that breakout below the 39.94, came back below the the um, the uh, upper trend line in here. Really good sell trade, bounce off the 39.50, and then skyrocketed to the upside. So it's the second time this has happened uh, in in just over a week. And broadly, as a rule, if we have some bearish price action, we'll probably be looking for a sell trade. If we have bullish price action, we'll probably be looking for a buy trade. So that simplifies what we do quite a lot. Now, yesterday was a complete swing from low to high. Um, so you make new lows and then prices start to swing to the upside and you, and you start making new highs. So these are tough conditions for us in the way that we trade these markets. So now you can see that the overall bullish um uh bias uh is, is still intact so yesterday's high is actually the 40.79 and the low is the uh 39.95 so we've really got a, an 85 pip swing from low to high which is really quite significant if you look at the 20 period moving average the average range is only 49 points and yesterday we saw you close to a 90 point swing. So twice the volatility yesterday that we would normally see and expect, plus half of that move was to the downside, followed by pretty much a, a 90 pip reversal. Okay, so do we have any further clarity elsewhere? Um, yesterday was just a, a day of really quite violent swings. It was the last day of the trading month, which is always kind of a horrible day for us. Um, well, no, just for anybody, it's 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 not it's not a stable trading day because of reconciliation and things of that nature. So this is one last push, really, um, to see if we close out the month as high as possible. And really, they kind of achieved that. It's the second highest price uh, since going back going back to December uh, of last year with the strong spike to the upside. So really important. Sorry, bear with me once.
Okay, then guys, sorry about that interruption. Uh, so, um, so yeah, we've got potentially risk on market conditions. Um, we just have a, a massive question mark over whether um, when we get the FOMC tonight that we will get a, a green light to the upside. Um, if logic prevails, we'll probably get some significant selling. Uh, if this irrational market condition prevails, then we'll probably get some probably quite strong buying. Um, so it's all, it's really down to the statement and, and the press conference and uh, what Jerome Powell says and, and unfortunately how he says it, which lends itself to a high degree of interpretation, but um, that's, that's the case nonetheless. US oil is looking quite bullish um, at this stage. There's that V-shaped recovery again uh, that we saw across yesterday's markets. Again, bearish markets, which then turned really quite bullish, and now they're looking bearish again. Um, horrible trading conditions in the euro dollar. It's again that reversal from yesterday's selling. So the dollar was strong for a period, and then it started turning really quite positive. Um, the pound we would anticipate should be a lot weaker than what it is. We're, we're kind of up at these sort of momentum highs. Uh, and um, I suppose with the strikes going on in the UK, uh, a lot of difficulties, um, uh, the cost of Brexit, the uh, the growth, they're the only G7 nation that are likely to be in negative growth over the course of this year. So um, a lot of potential downside for the pound, but we're just not really getting it. We're not breaking you know, the 122.79 could be a, a nice trigger to the downside. Um, sideways moving patterns across the uh, the dollar yen, same situation with the dollar Swiss. Strong rejection yesterday uh, across the board, dollar CAD rolling over to these lows. The Aussie dollar is actually turning positive and so too is the um, the New Zealand dollar. So, uh, sorry, let me look at that on the daily time frame. So there's your strong reversal in these markets yesterday. Just price action, which is, uh, which is not, not nice. Okay, so that's what yesterday was really about. It was about price reversals. Slow grinding moves up to lunchtime uh, to the downside and then strong reversals to the upside, pretty much across the board. So... We're in a precarious position now today, just purely because of the FOMC. Um, would we want to start buying prior to that? Probably not. Would we start want to start selling? Probably not. So we really have the, the I suppose, the last day of a bit of conflict. We were anticipating perhaps a little bit of a, a risk-off move. We saw a bit of a move on Monday. We saw some continuation on Tuesday. We were kind of expecting more yesterday. It didn't really come. And the higher these markets push. The, the greater the potential downside is. Um, uh, and that's the problem. So really our, our, our market summary is about indecisive market conditions. Uh, US Fed rate decision uh, later today.
Right, and, and what we want to try and avoid doing is, is jumping in and out when we have poor quality setups. So, um, so we're really kind of struggling. We, we don't have these selling opportunities across the board. Now today, they've all reversed. Um, Right. Okay. So the only real sort of summary we can put on it is that we've got quite indecisive market conditions. We had strong bearish moves yesterday. We we had we closed out, you know, really quite strong and positive. So we're looking at indecisive market conditions as we approach U.S. Fed rate decision later today. So we will look to trade each opportunity on an individual basis today. So if we get an opportunity, um, you know, for example, in in, in in US oil, for example, if we get further bounce to the upside, we might look to that to trade that in its its entirety um, without necessarily looking for the normal kind of correlations that we look to trade. Um, so uh, we'll um, I'll post this into the chat box. It's a little bit, um, I suppose, indecisive is the is the phrase and trading in decisive markets are often really quite challenging. So I've just posted a trade plan. It's not Yesterday morning's trade plan was a little bit more coherent. It, it kind of gave us some opportunities, which kind of made sense and, and stacked up for us uh, today. Not not so much. So we just want to exercise a bit of patience and, and err on the side of caution. Really, I think that's probably valid after yesterday's swings. Um, we could easily get further moves to the downside uh, as the day unfolds. So we look at the news event as it as it releases, and we'll just trade each opportunity uh, individually. Right then, guys, um, sorry, it's not a more coherent, perhaps um, decisive uh, trade plan today. It is just what we have to deal with. So we're going to just um, trade what we see and not necessarily kind of what we think will happen, just trade the, uh, the markets as they unfold. Great stuff, guys. Listen, on that note, thanks very much for joining us. We'll let you guys go. We're going to switch across now to our live trade room. So those of you that want to join us, very welcome to do it. And um, you can join us again at lunchtime today at 12.45. For more information, just go to the live trade room.com. Okay, then, guys. Um, look, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to switch rooms now. We'll see you uh, in just under a minute's time. So for everyone here at the live trade room, take care and speak to you soon. Bye for now.